Hello everyone and welcome to another episode of Watching the Webhead. I'm your host, Delanelle, and I know, I know what you're thinking. Delanelle, where have you been? What the heck is going on? Well, I'm going to tell you. Um, I've been busy. <laughs> that's, uh, I mean, that's about it. You know, I saw Venom, you know, in October and for the past like month and a half, it's just been busy. Uh, to to try to get myself in a better position financially, I picked up a third job, and so that led to more hours worked, and it just, you know, so uh, a lot of things have happened. Um, but I've been keeping up with everything. I've been looking at the news, you know, the, the new trailer for No Way Home, all these different things. I've been keeping up with everything. But today, I just want to, there have been, so the past like couple of weeks, there have been a few major Spider-Man updates that made me want to make this, uh, this episode for you guys. Now, technically, it's a two-parter previously. They are going to go in depth. So if you want to hear the full details of the Spider-Man TV, movie, and video game rights, I have two episodes of that back, uh, you know, like probably in the summertime, I might have done that. Um, this is a very brief overall look at it in reference to the updates that we had received in the past couple of weeks. I want to make a standard episode to let you guys know who owns what because it can get complicated and people are still misinformed. And so I, I'm trying to make sure that we all understand, because it's not an easy thing to process. It's not quite easy to understand, especially the video game part. The video game part might be the toughest one to understand. The TV rights is the weirdest, and the movie rights are actually the easiest and straightforward. So, with that in mind, I want to start with the TV rights first, okay? Television rights for Spider-Man are split between Marvel and Sony, okay? This split occurred right before Disney got involved. So Marvel and Sony were in discussion about, you know, re reworking their agreement of who was going to own what. And Sony basically told, basically, so so previously, Sony owned... The movie rights and the TV rights to Spider-Man exclusively. The movie rights, Sony owned most of the ticket sales, box office sales, but not quite all. But they still had TV rights. What happened was back in the mid-2000s, like 2006, 2005, 6, 7, around that time. Uh, 7, 8, really. Around that time, Sony was like, look, we'll give you some of the TV rights if we can have all of the box office. And so that turned into the, the current agreement that we have now. However, when Disney stepped in, that complicated things even further and it led to the cancellation of the Spectacular Spider-Man. Those of you that were fans of that show, it's it's not exactly Disney's fault, but what happened was Sony owns the right to the show. 
basically. The, the character designs, the story, all of that belongs to Sony. However, and this is the point that we're getting to, Marvel owns the right to make animated TV shows of Spider-Man that are 43 minutes or less. 43 minutes or less animated. So, what that basically means is any show that Marvel has, that Marvel creates, that has is animated and has Spider-Man in it, if it's less than 43 minutes, if it's 43 or less, 43 minutes or less, Marvel actually owns the right to put Spider-Man in that show. However, if it's 44 minutes or longer, and it's animated, still animated, we're not talking about live action yet, animated, it belongs to Sony. Okay? So that's pretty much that difference. That's the, the animated TV rights split. Okay? So, in recent news, we just heard that there is a TV show coming out called Spider-Man Freshman Year, right? So, what does that mean? If Marvel is creating this show, and we already know, like the show is less than 44 minutes long. It is 43 or uh, 43 minutes or less long. Okay? Why is that? Also, you notice it's animated. This is going to be an animated show. Now, I mean, we could talk about Marvel's What If, but, right? Like, it's kind of like a parallel universe type of thing. It's, it's, it's not like... And it's inside the MCU, but it goes outside, right? But there is a reason why all the other shows are live action. Spider-Man is the only animated show that's coming out. That's because, once again, Sony owns 44 minutes or longer. But Sony also owns all live action. Any live action TV show that has Spider-Man in it. Has to be signed off by Sony. So Marvel only had. If you split. If you split the rights up into quad. Right. One quarter is live action. 44 minutes or longer. Another quarter is live action. 43 minutes or shorter. The third quarter is animated. 44 minutes or longer. The fourth quarter is animated. 43 minutes or less. Or shorter. Marvel only owns really a quarter of Spider-Man rights. And that's where that TV show is coming in. They are trying to utilize Spidey in an MCU setting the best way that they can without having to talk to Sony. And I'm going to get to that later on. But they are trying to get away from having to talk to Sony but still have Spider-Man in the MCU. And they're on full control. Here's here's the beautiful thing. It's animated because of that. But also, now you can go back. Freshman year, right? What, you're going to CGI Tom Holland and the cast and and everything? No, you're going to just... It's animated, so who cares? It's a pretty smart move by Marvel. 
This was also when they first announced Spidey was coming to the MCU. They said we were getting four years of Peter Parker in high school. Now we're getting that first year of his high school experience. So, um, again, that gives me an idea of what No Way Home is about. But that's a different story. We're going to continue on the rights. So, we figured out the TV rights. Now let's go to the movie rights. The easiest one. Sony owns the entire movie rights to Spider-Man. Live action, animated Regardless of length of time, if it's considered a movie, Sony has exclusive rights to make that movie. If another movie, if another company wants to use Spider-Man in their movie, Sony has to sign off on it. Not Marvel. So let's say, for instance, for example, let's just say. And it's not even like a, a this was like a real thing that was going to happen. Like people were, it was like a conversation but we almost had a Tobey Maguire and Hugh Jackman team up of Wolverine and Spider-Man and Sony and, and Fox were, you know, talking like, yeah, you know, we're going to, can we use, what are we going to do? And how about that? Uh, something happened with, uh, I think it was a Hugh Jackman schedule didn't line up and it just was like, all right, never mind. But like, just an example, if, if Fox, let's say they still own the Fantastic Four, let's just say if Fox wanted to have a movie spinoff of like Johnny Storm in high school, if they wanted to have like a Peter Parker in that movie and make a cameo or something, or like Spider-Man make a cameo, Sony would have to say, yes, go ahead. That's fine. Um, but otherwise, if a movie is called, if it's a Spider-Man movie, it is a Sony movie. So Homecoming, Far From Home, No Way Home, those are Sony movies. Sony is lending these movies to the MCU so that Marvel and Disney can utilize Spider-Man as a character. But those are Sony movies. Tom Holland, all those cast and crew are signed by Sony. They have contracts with Sony. They do not have contracts with Marvel. Okay? So that's going to be your difference between the two. But it's all Sony all the time with movies. Animated, live action, regardless of length. Got it? Cool. Here is the last one. Video game rights. This is heavily disputed, especially with recent years. But one quote from Marvel will clear the whole thing up. If people just do their research, that one quote will clear it all up. Okay. So, those of you that managed to get through Marvel's Avengers, me included, are aware that Spider-Man has finally been set to make his debut in the game on the 30th of November. Uh, as I record this episode, it is the 23rd. Exactly one week to that to that point. So, with all of that said, he is a PlayStation exclusive. So now, people are connecting the easy-to-connect dots. The lazy dots. Oh, well, PlayStation's owned by Sony, and Sony does own the movie rights and most of the TV rights, so they must own... They just 
automatically must own the video game rights. <clears throat> wrong answer. Wrong answer. Now, those of you that think I'm wrong, here's the quote. Okay? So, when Insomniac, this is, this is back in like 2017, 2016. Insomniac was approached by Marvel. Okay? So, Marvel had an agreement with Activision to make games on Activision. You know, Activision would design the game, would make the games. And they, they were allowed to use Spider-Man as the character of choice or whatever. So they made a bunch of Spider-Man games. They, Activision held on to Spider-Man for a long time. I think like since the 90s, they had it until Insomniac took over. So with that said, Marvel terminated their agreement with Activision. Now, the last, you know, the last games that Activision made were the Amazing Spider-Man games. So they, they were bad. And perhaps Marvel had enough of that and said, no, you're not doing this anymore. <laughs> but um, so they terminate their agreement. And Marvel came to Insomniac. This is shortly, very shortly before Sony bought Insomniac. Insomniac was still independent. This was this was they were probably in negotiations with Sony, but there nothing was concrete. There were, the paperwork hadn't been filed. It is not official. Nothing. They are still an independent company from Sony at this point. So Marvel came to Insomniac and said, "This is what they said." By this is what the uh, vice president of Marvel Entertainment or whatever the gaming division is called. He said this. He said, "Well, look." You guys can choose any hero from our gallery to make a game out of. And Somniac chose Spider-Man. Where's Sony in that equation? That was a conversation between Marvel and Insomniac. Marvel and Insomniac. All right? So, what that tells us is that when it comes to video games, Marvel holds the cards to that character. Now, another reference point, there are a plethora of mobile games. Okay? Now, some people are going to say, well, those aren't real games. That's all part of the gaming sphere. Whether you like it or not, when it comes to the video games industry, stuff on PC, stuff on console, and stuff on mobile all fit under that umbrella of gaming. It's gaming. It's gaming. So, with that, look, I personally, when I tell people I'm a gamer, I think about consoles in my head. Like, that's just me. I don't think about mobile. Like, I don't tell people, oh, I'm a mobile gamer. Like, I don't. But they are, it's all gaming. When it comes to the legal ramifications, they are all gaming. With that said, if you look at, like, the licensing and like legal stuff of these apps and these games out here, you don't see Sony. You don't see Sony in there at all. You see Marvel. Marvel is, is lending Spider-Man, Wolverine, Storm, Captain America, Iron Man, Hulk, everybody. They own the rights to everybody when it comes to the video game stuff. Sony has never owned the rights. Never have. They still don't. So now the question is, 
Why is Spider-Man a Sony PlayStation exclusive? If Sony doesn't own, then how would... Well, isn't it pretty obvious? Doesn't Sony have a bunch of other exclusives? Help me. Help me understand. Now, I get what you're thinking. Well, the difference is the Insomniac Spider-Man games and Miles Morales and all that, they're games. They're Spider-Man games. So sure, they could be exclusive to the platform. That can add up, just like plenty of other types of games are exclusive to, you know, PlayStation, exclusive to Xbox, exclusive to Nintendo, right? So, okay, fine. That is different. That setup is different than a character being brought into a game, right? But exclusively on one platform. So, this is this is what happened. Okay? Marvel was approached by Sony Sony said, well, hey, can we just make Spider-Man video games exclusive? And and really console. Let me be specific. Console gaming. Let's make that exclusive to PlayStation. Can we just do that? And most likely Sony paid a great amount of money to do this. Marvel really betrayed a lot of fans by doing this. However, I do believe the history between the two companies led Marvel to say, okay, sure, we can try that. We'll make Spider-Man a PlayStation exclusive. So moving forward, any Marvel game that comes out Spider-Man will probably not be in the game for other consoles, which makes it very complicated because, again, Spider-Man, this is not opinion-based. These are by the numbers, okay? By the numbers, you cannot dispute numbers. By the numbers, in terms of merchandising and comic book sales and and movie, you know, revenue and all of that. Spider-Man is the most dominant hero, comic book hero out there. Just a few years ago, his revenue was more than Batman, Superman and the Avengers combined. Combined. Okay? Spider-Man is no joke. People pay for Spider-Man. I only got a PlayStation 4 because I wanted to play Spider-Man. Th- Listen. Sony, I promise you, if Sony ever gives up Spider-Man, they're going out of business. They literally have not. We saw in the leaks. When the leaks came out, we saw that they were in trouble financially. There were a lot of stuff going on. The only thing that's given them any significant amount of money right now is Spider-Man. That's it. That's it. But you notice, Insomniac is talking to Marvel, and they pick Spider-Man as a hero. Sony buys Insomniac. So now Sony has a hand, a firm hand, 
and Spider-Man for video games that they are leasing from Marvel. They don't own it. But by de facto exclusives, they basically own Spider-Man, right? Sony's not dumb. Sony is not dumb. They are trying to make sure that they have Spider-Man revenue everywhere that they can get any kind of revenue for him. Um, because that's their lifeline. Spider-Man is the only thing keeping them afloat. Um, I just feel bad for people. Like, I have an Xbox One. I have a Sony PlayStation 4, you know. So, like, I get it. If, like, if I only had my Xbox, I'd be feeling some kind of way. Like, damn, I can't play. Like, what? So, I'd feel, I'd feel salty about that. On the flip side, you know, I'm glad that I'm able to, you know, continue to play with my favorite hero. And when it comes to the next generation of console, I may only get the five because I know. But here's the other thing to consider. Insomnia just announced a Wolverine game. The same setup. Insomniac... And Marvel sat down and said, hey, what about second character? And boom, it's Wolverine. So boom. Now, will Insomniac create a video game down the line that does that? That uh, you, I don't know if you guys read it in the comics, but Wolverine is, and Peter Parker, Logan and Peter, they switched minds for like a minute and they were different bodies. And it was, Wolverine was pretty gruesome. He, uh... Really uh, was inappropriate with a lot of high school kids, but that's it's fine. You know, mostly it was pretty cool. They might do something like that. Can you imagine Wolverine just swinging through the air as Spider-Man, you know, in a Spider-Man costume? I don't know. But, um, you know, the last time we saw those two together on, on a video game was, uh, I guess, Web of Shadows. Web of Shadows is the last time they... Were in like a, I mean, they they fought each other, but then they had a team up, and then he's part of your roster, so you could call on him specifically if you want some backup while you're fighting the symbiotes and stuff. I don't, I'm pretty sure he didn't show up in any other as a playable character. Well, he's never been a playable character in a Spider-Man game, but like as a player, as a character that helps you in combat, I don't think he's shown up since. Might be some references, but. Uh, Trying to think. Uh, Shattered Dimensions didn't have anything. Edge of Time, no. The Amazing Spider-Man movie games, no. Um, Spider-Man 2018 and Miles Morales, no. So yeah, it's been a minute since they've been together. Um, So that could happen. But that's the thing. Insomniac doesn't have exclusives to Spider-Man. They only essentially... They chose Spider-Man, and now they've chosen to add Wolverine to the roster. Why? I don't know. When was the last time we had a Wolverine game? It's been a minute, right? I think the movie game that came out for the Wolverine, was that the last time? For like the mid-2000s? <clears throat> I never played the game. I don't know how well it did. Did it do better than the movie? I mean, a lot did better than the movie, but, you know, I, I don't know. So, you know, if they made like a game... Uh, I don't want to say make a game like Logan, because, I mean... 
I guess that is the only way you can make him vulnerable, right? If you make a game like Logan where he's like losing his powers, you know, whether it's age or some kind of illness or something, I don't know, but you get the point. All I'm saying is, um, it is a Marvel property that Marvel is allowing Sony to use for consoles. Um, but they own the rights to the video games. And that quote basically says it. So, if you guys have any questions about any of this, please, please let me know. Um, like I said, there's more extensive versions of this topic um, previously recorded, but this is a briefer version of it to elaborate on the recent announcements like the TV show and the the character coming to the game the dying game that game is kamala khan basically carries the story mode but everything is so repetitive that ah, i'm gonna be playing it. i'm gonna be playing it when spider-man drops i'm gonna be playing it i'm play as him i'm gonna max him out i'm gonna i'm gonna earn everything for him and hopefully that makes the game more fun to play ah. But the game itself, like the developers, they, oh my god, like, it's just been corny. And the the, the, the different stuff that they've done, like, oh, we, oh we're going to make it harder, it's going to make it grind, and we're, you're going to have to pay your way. No, it just, ugh, it was bad. It was bad. It is bad. And as powerful and, and popular as Spider-Man is, I don't think he's going to save it because he's exclusive to PlayStation. So... You're alienating a vast majority of your players. So it's not even like Spider-Man is going to save the game. He's not. I'm sorry. You. What about Xbox? What about PC? I don't know if it's available on Nintendo Switch. But like, what about those guys? What about the rest of us? That just that we don't have a PlayStation. Now what? We can't. We still not going to play the game. What? What? The game won't change for us. It's just bizarre. I don't know. I don't know. I can understand exclusive game, but I could never get behind exclusive characters. I can get behind pre-order characters. I can get behind that. That's still like a, eh, I don't really like it. But okay, you pre-ordered the game. You put money down. You had some faith in us. We're going to give you something. Okay, I get that. But... To have a game as open world as it is, but also story driven, it's weird to have a character because you're you're gonna have a whole story arc that other players won't know. So when you create when you create future story arcs, you can't make references to Spider Man, can you? Because the Xbox players are not gonna know, PC players are not gonna understand. It's gonna be weird. I still I talked about this before. I ranted about this before. It still doesn't make sense. I don't think this is smart. I think eventually they have to let everyone in on Spider-Man. I, I, I don't see how you... you I, I, I'm sorry. You, you, it, has to, it has to. You have to. Like, I don't... How would you not? Just a bizarre thing. But you guys let me know what you think. Um, so let's wrap up with some last-minute updates about the podcast moving forward and what to expect. But uh, you can stop here if you'd like. Um, 
So if this is the end, bye-bye. Thank you. If not, stay tuned for future projects that are happening with the podcast. Just wanted to say thank you. Thank you for listening. Thank you for following. Thank you for the comments. Just thank you. All right, carry on. Yeah, so it's been a while um, since I, you know, have recorded something. And like I said, I've been busy and whatnot. Uh, the newsletter did dry up a little bit. So what's going to happen with the newsletter? Odds are it's going to change into the Delanel newsletter, which will feature Spider-Man stories when they drop. But I'm also going to have other content on there of other interests that I have. Um, because I would like to have an active newsletter, but the news for Spider-Man, for people dressed up as Spider-Man, kind of is tough to come by. <laughs> um, you have to, a lot of, a few of the stuff that I ran into are by accident. Like, you know, I I'm, I'm, I basically get lucky because when I do like exact searches for like Spider-Man in costume or Spider-Woman in costume or, you know, dressed as or, you know, like all kinds of... I have a list of, of terms that I copy and paste every time, so I don't have to keep typing it. But, like, it's a list of, like, 20 terms that I look up, at least. And it just... A lot of the stuff gives you the same results as, you know, predictable. If, you know, but whatever. So, newsletter will probably be changed to that. I haven't... um. I haven't recorded any recent update uh, uh, episodes of the the subscription ultimate subscription um so you know i'm wondering if i'm going to even continue to do it because it's not you know it's not getting as many clicks as i thought it would and i think i might go back to the you can give a donation type of thing and just Here's a little gift, nice podcast, bye-bye, type of thing. Um, or if you want to just sign up as a monthly um, donation type of thing to support the podcast. So I think I might do podcast support versus podcast subscription. Um, but the episodes that I did release for the subscription, I'll make it free. Like, you'll be able to listen to them, um, you know, so you, you'll have that going as well. And, uh... Look, when No Way Home comes out, I'm going to really get into that. I saw Venom twice. I plan on seeing No Way Home at least three times. Um, so I even I, I I got some PTO for. I'm gonna try to take off like that Monday and Tuesday after it comes out. So I'm gonna try to watch it that Friday night, perhaps maybe. I'm gonna try to watch it Friday night. Watch it Saturday. Um, watch it Sunday. And I'll have like little bit reactions after each show. But then after that third time on that Monday and Tuesday, I'm just be recording all kinds of stuff. Because I mean, I'm pretty sure this movie's going to drop huge bombshells about everything. So I want to have various recordings for each bombshell. <laughs> um, you know, so we're, we're, we'll get into all of that. Uh, but thank you guys so much for sticking around and listening through all of that. Um, hopefully you're more knowledgeable about the Spider-Man rights. And, um, you know, let people know, like, especially the video game ones. 
That's the most disputed one. I think the somewhat complicated one is the TV rights. Movies is pretty easy. So, thanks for listening. Keep on swinging. Thanks for listening. Make sure you follow the podcast on Anchor, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Until next time, keep swinging.